brought to you by Andrews Technology Group. Make sure you hit them up at A-N-D-R-E-W-S-Technologygroup.com. DJs, promoters, small business owners, get your technology and website needs met. And for a limited time, anyone listening to Rant and Rave gets 15% off custom website projects if you mention this podcast when contacting Andrews Technology Group. Soka lovers, welcome back to the Rent and Rave podcast. This is episode seven of season six. And this series, we are talking about the return. In this episode, I am being joined by a guest speaker. You'll notice Soka Seiso is not here, so I have a guest host with me. Uh, we are talking about the return of Caribbean film. Yes, give it up for Caribbean film, no fake accents, real Caribbean actor. And so I am joined with by Alicia Cristiani of Third Horizon. Say hello to the people then, Alicia. What's up, what's up? How y'all <laughs> doing? I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Normally this, this podcast is hosted by a Grenadian and a Guyanese, but today I stacked the deck. I got another Guyanese on this but Extra spiciness for you. <laughs> <laughs> Extra chow mein, extra choka. <laughs> a little mango acha right on the top there. You know, yes. look, cook up rice. Yeah, you know, <laughs> pine tart and thing. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Get me hungry now, stop. <laughs> but Alicia, okay, so we've had you on the podcast before, so you're a friend to the podcast. But mm-hmm. I wanted to bring you back because... I have been missing Caribbean film. We see it too many times in mainstream movies. They get some actor who does a horrible West Indian accent. And of course, according to Hollywood, everybody is Jamaican. So I am excited (laughs) to see that you are bringing back Caribbean film to BAM, to Brooklyn Academy of Music. But first, tell the people a little bit about Third Horizon and your role with the team. Sure. Uh, so Third Horizon is an award-winning, award-winning filmmaking collective. Um, I'm the assistant director of community engagement, uh, basically going out there and helping to uh, the commu- communities know more about uh, what we do and get events um, produced so that they can experience the films that we exhibit, produce, uh, develop. Uh, and basically our reason for being is to shine a light on Caribbean film, filmmakers, the industry, we develop, we produce, we distribute, um, we assist up and coming emerging filmmakers who are of Caribbean descent, are in, are actually Caribbean or um, in the diaspora. So um, that's our, why we are here. We love film, we love Caribbean film in particular, uh, and we're just here to help shine a light and help grow that industry representation i'm with it i'm with it we need it (laughs) we definitely need it we do because uh i mean we're out there you know we're as korean people are everywhere and so we're in the industry but i think like quietly like there's a lot of time you don't know people are and the stories at least in mainstream media you're not really going to see caribbean stories so it's important that we have organizations, collectives, uh, individuals who are working to actively uh, elevate 
our our stories and individuals who are working in the industry. Nice. And I've seen some of the the premieres, some of the film showings that you guys have had. I've seen them in Guyana. I've seen them in Brooklyn. And y'all serve food, so that's what's up. Um, and then, <laughs> I've also been to them at BAM, where you also have the kind of Q&A with the directors or producers. Mm-hmm. But what are some of the more exciting events that you've put on that you want to just like give a shout out to right now? Well, I think our flagship event is the Third Horizon Film Festival, which happens yearly in Miami. Um, so Third Horizon is kind of, is was an existing film collective in Miami. Uh, and then Caribbean Film Academy was uh, a collective here in Brooklyn. And over a couple of years, we just kept like circling each other in the industry at festivals. And we real, you know, our executive directors of each group realized we're working in accord. We have the same goal. Let's, you know, combine um, and, you know, like Voltron <laughs> and make an, <laughs> an even more <laughs> an even bigger impact than we could individually. So we've recently merged and are officially Third Horizon. And so the flat, our flagship festival, Third Horizon Film Festival, um, which is happening this June 23rd to 26th in Miami um, and hybrid as well, because, you know, pandemic has changed the way we do things. Um, and that that's our, our like main um, gig. And it was actually voted... Uh, by Movie Maker Magazine, one of the 25 coolest festivals in the world, which is which I love because we try to do different things. It's not just about putting a butt in a seat and watching a movie and having a Q&A. Like, you know, that's like basic, that's standard. Mm-hmm. And we elevate that to include panel discussions with people who are just super interesting and different and um, not just your regular party, but DJs and musical guests that are a little off the beaten path that represent different parts of the Caribbean. Or like one year we did um, something I'd never heard of. There's something called Rara in Haiti. So we had a Rara parade. I had, I, it was something new I learned. So we're in the streets of Miami with this Rara band, which is kind of, kind of reminiscent of you know, when you're um, chipping in carnival mm-hmm. and then people just kind of join you and it's just kind of organic and we're making our way. And then we finally get to this party that features French Caribbean music. Like we do the coolest things at this, this festival. <laughs> so if you can get there, no, seriously, like if you can get there, you should get there. And even our hybrid version, we're going to try to make a little more, you know, you don't just log into Zoom and watch a movie. You know, we're trying to elevate that experience as well. So we do try to come at things from a different angle. Um, to give people a, a fuller experience. So that I would say is one of our you know, coolest, most successful events. Nice. I love the idea of the Rah Rah Band. And that totally makes sense with why we have two Haitian trucks on the parkway usually. Mm-hmm. So this is not new to them. They do this. I love it that it's incorporated. I love it that you're representing so many parts of the Caribbean, you know, Anglophonic, Francophonic, you're, you're merging everyone, making sure there's representation. That's super dope. But tell them a little more about the hybrid, because for those who haven't heard that term, <laughs> oh. what's the hybrid experience for, for someone trying to get involved with the festival? Right. So because of the pandemic, um, the last, uh, I think last year was the first time we went back in person again. But because of the pandemic, most of our, all of our events had to be online. Mm. So you know, everyone, the world quickly got Zoom fatigue. Uh, so we had to try, you know, we're trying to figure out ways to elevate the experience and not just have it be a mirror of what's happening, you know, 
when you go in person, you want to offer something different to the online audience, something a little special. So when you're on your couch, you just, you don't feel like you're just watching Netflix, mm-hmm. but you're actually taking part in the experience. So I don't want to give things away. <laughs> I want to get an exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> but there are some things that a hybrid pass um, will allow you that, you know, help to, to give a more personalized experience more. And if you go on our website, thirdhorizonfilmfestival.com, um, there's a breakdown of the different types of passes and the things that you can get. Um, we're still working through something. So part of the reason I can't tell you is because we still, you know, confirming how some things are going to go. Um, but yeah, we want to make sure that everyone, whether you're in person or whether you're online, you know, tuning in from Barbados in your living room, you can have a full third horizon experience. That's awesome. And that's, yeah, that's important for people. I know for me, <laughs> like being able to see my people, see my food, see my, you know, my culture represented for real. How important do you think this is for Caribbean people who are not living in the Caribbean? They need that connection to culture. How important is this for those of us abroad? I think it's huge. I think, um, so there, I feel like there are various as you know how they all say, like, black people aren't a monolith, Caribbean people aren't a monolith, right? So within um, you have native Caribbean people who are living in the region and then you have people who have emigrated out and then you have those people's descendants um, and they may be first gen, second gen, you know, like, mm-hmm. so, but, and how Caribbean are you? How familiar, you know, has, did your parent take you back every year or have you only gone to sandals once, you know, <laughs> with some girlfriends? You know, like, that's so sad. All, all of those, right? <laughs> but all of those experiences are valid. All of those identities are valid. Yeah. So I think, what we do is help people, especially once you've immigrated out into the diaspora or you're born in the diaspora, we help people connect in a way that um, they wouldn't just by, or, uh, or enhance their, their Caribbean-ness, even if they live in a super Caribbean neighborhood or, you know, eat Caribbean, you know, and their families like, you know, they're super Caribbean when they're home and then in the street, they're Canadian or whatever, you know? So um, I think it's hugely important because then you get represent, you get reminders, you get representation of the fullness, the richness of what Caribbean culture is. You know, it's not just black, which I think like in the United States, especially you, you get the image that the Caribbean is black people on a beach, mm. carnival, coconuts, reggae, right? Like, which is valid. But there's so much more, right? There's Chinese people, there's um, Syrians, you know, there's uh, folklore, you know, there's Afrofuturism, you know, there's a lot going on that people aren't, if you're only consuming a mainstream cultural diet, you wouldn't get. So I think it's really important what we do so that I, as first generation daughter of Guyanese people living in Brooklyn, understand the deeper nuances of the culture that Mm-hmm. you know maybe my parents didn't share with me because you know they're just living their lives they didn't maybe take the time to stop and explain what is what you know what what is a, um what is the quake quake what is that what is you know it, or it never came up somehow so now maybe there's a story to be told about that and then I can learn in a different way so I think it's huge I think it's important and I'm really proud to be a part of a group like this that's so cool well you you guys have a whole catalog of movies but give them, give them a, you, okay. So uh, first I'm going to give a shout out to Rent and Rape. <laughs> of course, big up the R&R people, them. 
I mean, it's my podcast. I get to shout myself. Um, <laughs> but you did come for our arts and entertainment rant and rave, the third one that we did mm-hmm. in a real life. And you showed mm-hmm. a film and people were so engaged. Like it was quiet mm-hmm. in that room. People were so engaged. They were so interested in seeing this. They were into the story. There are so many good stories that you guys have in your catalog what would you say are some of your favorites? Because I, I want people to get a sense of just how varied these stories are. So what would you say are your favorites? Yeah, that's a hard question to answer. I do remember that event. And I, I especially remember, I forget her name. She came up to me after and was like, I didn't know this was a thing. And I was like, yeah, girl. Because when I came on into the group, like, I don't know, six years ago, five years ago, I didn't know it was a thing other than dance hall queen, right? Or shots, right? I was like, premium film, what, what else is there? So, <laughs> um, so over the years being able to see it, I'm constantly, every year, I'm just like, I didn't know it was, like, I'm working with these folks and I'm still like, I didn't know folks, folks were doing this. You know, like people are making movies on their phones. Like they're, they're doing what needs to be done to get stories told. So. Some of my favorites. That's very difficult to answer, but I'm going to try. <laughs> so um, I think one thing that you don't get a lot in mainstream film is that there are feature length films, which is, you know, like the one and a half, two hour movies you get. Then there are short films. I think the average person doesn't see a lot of short films unless you're like into the indie scene. You know, this can be 10, 12, 15, 20 minute films that are still amazing um, despite their, their brevity. Um, but of feature length films, one of my favorites is um, God Loves the Fighter um, by Damien Marcano. He's a Trinity filmmaker. Um, I have to say he was Trinidadian. His last name was Marcano. Well, I mean, <laughs> that's the last name of Trinidad. <laughs> but he's amazing. Like, I love this film because it's exciting. Um, he has a, and he has a, a style that is kind of, not quite, maybe I shouldn't say this, but it kind of sort of reminds me of, I don't know if people know who Guy Ritchie is. He did the Sherlock Holmes movies. He was married to Madonna. I was just about to say, they're going to know he was married to Madonna. Right, he was married to <laughs> But he did a whole slate of films that are kind of, it has a different feel, the way he directs and the, the cinematographers he uses. So Damien McConaughey has a certain style that I really enjoy. And God Loves the Fighters, like, um, it's a thriller, exciting, and it follows... Um, you know who stars in it? Um, you know the the Trinity Group Freetown Collective. Yeah. Yes. So the 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 Indian guy, not he's not Indian. I think he's mixed. Um, he stars in it. <laughs> um, I want to say a certain word, but I was told that that word is not. It um, is not okay. Not, it's offensive. It's not okay. I was I was. Told to. I, I only learned that in, I learned that in college, and it's still very difficult. But that oh, also, I learned that like two years ago. So uh, anyway, go ahead. <laughs> I mean, it's a tangent, but I also know there's like a movement to like reclaim it, like the N word. But anyway, that's a whole nother conversation. I just find that very interesting. Anyway, dude from Freetown Collective stars in it, and he's like this down and out guy who's like down to his last dollar, won't do anything to make some money, and this beautiful girl who's like a. a streetwalker and then they get into I don't want to tell the story but it's just exciting it's well told there's this narration through it that's just and it's all told in Trini slang patois accents it's Chinese people there's black people there's mixed people like it's just really well told so I 
really, if you can find it, go find God Loves the Fighter by Damien Marcano. A more recent feature film um, that we showed last year, it started as a short, um, it's by Maya Cozier from Trinidad. Um, it's called She Paradise, and it follows um, the story of a, like a, a girl dance group. Uh, she, a, a girl who joins a dance group for um, to make some money during carnival and just their escapades and how, what that life is like and you know how some people might be like, oh, dancers, how that work amazing? Like, well, it's actually like a job. It's hard scrabble. People are going through things. Um, and it's really, it's very interesting. This, the story she told, tells about these women and um, what they go through to, to make their money and make their mark. Hmm. Um, I'm gonna share some short, some short films that I really like. There's one by a Jamaican filmmaker called, her name is Tony Blackford. It's called Cleaning House. You can see it on studionancy.tv, which is our streaming service. Get into yes, it now. Yes, I saw that one. Go ahead, go yeah. ahead. I'm not going to ruin it. Right? I don't want to tell everything, but it's good. It's only like 15 <laughs> minutes long, but it's exciting. You know, she's a house cleaner and all I'm going to say is like or the message she came up. <laughs> oh, right? Is she though? Is she really? The messes she cleans up are not your average spill. So... <laughs> It's only 15 minutes, but it's an exciting 15 minutes, a thrilling 15 minutes. I really suggest you guys get into Cleaning House. Um, big up my GT people, them. I'm going to go back a little bit. Um, Gavin Ramutar is a director who did a film called Anti-Man, who it's a um, very poignant film. Those who know Anti-Man is a dining slang for a gay man. And it follows a young boy who... Uh, I guess is questioning and he's kind of has a crush on a guy um, and then his father's reaction and, and their relationship. And it's just very, it's very moving, very touching. And um, I thought a very sensitive way to approach what could be a very volatile topic mm. um, in the Caribbean. And last but not least, um, Papa Machette, which is uh -huh. our executive director or um, Jeff, Jason Jeffers and Keisha Wraith Witherspoon, who are members of the collective, founders of the collective, they did this 10, 12 minute documentary um, in Haiti. It's about Haitian sword fighting, which I did not know was a thing. I just found, I'm not really that much into documentaries, but this was really moving. It was really interesting. I had never heard of Haitian sword fighting before, and there's like some secrecy to it. Now he hands it down to his kids. and. Uh, it was just, it was a really good film. So again, another one you can see on studionancy.tv, get into it. Um, so uh, those are a couple of my favorites. There's a, there's a bunch more, but those are like some of the top ones I really uh, love to go back to. Those are good ones. I've seen some of those. I'm going to see the other ones. But oh my gosh, the storytelling, the nuance, the details, mm. the the cinematography. Like people tend to think if it's coming out of the Caribbean or maybe not, you know, a very wealthy studio that it's probably going to be bad or the quality is going to be bad. It's not. And some of these will transport you back home. They really will. Just by looking at it, smelling like you, you can almost <laughs> smell the food through the through the movie. Um, I agree. Yeah, yeah, but it's so important to have these. I remember when Basil D came out with Marshall. Oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we had the um the premiere at the PlayStation Theater, and mm -hmm. people were laughing. People were like, "Oh my goodness, I know! Oh, look at this!" Like you just get transported back home through mm -hmm. these films. It's so. And I want to make a note about that film. Like, so what? 
what I what I notice a lot is, and this happens in regular mainstream filmmaking as well, is like there's like the blockbusters, like the what uh, I don't want to call it candy, but like films that anyone can consume, and then there's like indie, like different experimental, really like so we have that as well, right? So I would classify Basadi because I know some people are like. Inside, you know, right? It's a like, rom-com. Like, it's not like unexpected right. things are going to happen. Like you know how this right. is going to end. <laughs> so, but I feel like that even having that, like how some how there's this conversation about what Tyler Perry does versus Spike Lee versus you know like mm-hmm. auteurs versus you know movie makers, um, and I think having that is important as well. Everyone. It should can't be and shouldn't be telling these deep, important, moving stories that you know shift the zeitgeist and what you know. We can't all be doing that. Some of us just want to have some fun, right? We just want to laugh. We just want to recognize ourselves on screen. So, not to downplay Basadi, I loved it. I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, but just to say that sometimes people hear indie or different and they think, "That's I just want to have fun for an hour and a half." I'm not trying to be hit over the head with all these social. In, um, yeah. I don't want to be changed. Right. So there's plenty of that. I just want to make that clear. There's plenty of that. There's the lighthearted fair, there's comedies, there's actions, there's thrills, and then there's deep emotional moving things that will, you know, you'll come out the theater. Oh my God. You know, so there we we run the gamut. We run the gamut. Nice. With so many stories, so many different types of stories. I mean, you mentioned Bazadi, you mentioned, you know, just the different types of films. Do you think mainstream, do you think Hollywood is ready to see these kind of films, see these kind of characters? Or do you think they're ready for a fully Caribbean cast? Or are we do we have a long way to go before that's a thing? <laughs> uh, no, I think they're ready. I feel like ready is like a weird word, like. I think is the audience ready, right? Is one, mm. right? So, and I think we've seen a rise in Black films, Black American films. We've seen a rise in Asian films. Um, we're seeing a lot more representation in, in other communities that we don't normally see. And I think that speaks to maybe not readiness, but accessibility and people with power, mm. right? Because what we do isn't only about telling stories in front of the screen, it's about getting people behind the screen too, right? Because you can have all the talent in the world, but if you don't got people in the boardrooms mm. or with the power who has a studio, who has a, you know, has this power to be like, yes, we want to tell this story and we want to tell it this way with these people, then it doesn't, none of it matters. You're, you're still only going to be speaking to a small amount of people. So yeah, I think accessibility, people in places of power, to, to force the issue um, are, is, uh, is more of a thing now than it was in the past. Mm. And so are they ready? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't, think, I don't think mainstream media is ever ready and, or super willing to give us space, but it's, it's much more flexible and easier now than ever for us to be like, we here and we doing this thing and you may not wanna give us the money to do it, but over here they're gonna give us the money and they're gonna give us the space and the time to, to make it happen. We've seen it with other communities. And I think now, you know, it's now our time to rise and dominate as well. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, and you're right. We have seen that with, um, with other movies. Um, I think Megan Good was on a show and she was talking about the success of Girls Trip made it possible mm-hmm. for other movies, other shows to happen because all of a sudden, right. Hollywood saw, oh, wait, 
they are paying for this. They are going to go and see this. They are coming out in force. We need, we need more of these. We've got to get more. Not everything's a hit, but (laughs) the fact that there are more. You do see the one or two like Caribbean friends. What was Spike Lee's thing that had the the girl? Right. You know, you're seeing more of that, or even if it isn't spoke to, like sometimes, sometimes the grandmother has an accent and you're like, is she supposed to be from, Mm-hmm. Or that um, Yardi, that film that I think Idris Elba produced, mm-hmm. like that was a big thing, you know, and that was a, or Top Boy on Netflix, which everyone loves. And it's an English film. It's a black British film. But the basis is, you know, the background is a, it's a Caribbean yeah. family living in Britain. So, yeah, I think yeah. it's totally there. And you're, you're going to see more of us. And, uh, you know, just stay tuned. Um, there was a movie, I think it's called Boxing Day, that was like that, where I was like, man, talk about the Caribbean not being a monolith. Like you had the fully integrated, you had the guy who's coming back home, you had like mm-hmm, the girlfriend mm-hmm. who's trying to oh, understand right, the right. culture. Like definitely worth seeing, but I love it that there's more representation and there's more outlets now, right? You don't always have to wait for a big movie theater right. premiere and how's this going to do at the box office? This could come out on Amazon Prime, on Netflix, right. like you have a lot more right. outlets where we could see ourselves and I'm, I'm with it. Let's do it. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, the, the rise of streaming services are, is huge. You know, we have our own Studio Nancy.tv. There's Quelly TV. Don't say that um, so quickly. <laughs> Studio Anansi.tv. We're going to put it in the show notes, but I want y'all to hear that like five times. For those who don't yeah. know what the Anansi is, tell them then why the name is so important. Anansi, I mean... I mean, I, I'm not going to lie and say I, I didn't grow up with Anansi stories. My, my parents didn't tell them, but it is a thing. You know, Anansi was a spider. Um, and I think it's a West African tale originally. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But of course, traveled to the Caribbean along with our enslaved ancestors. And Nancy's just a, a spider who's clever and quick witted. And there's a million stories about how he, you know, gets away with things or, you know, all his, his adventures. So that's what we named that. That's where the name for our service, our platform came from, studionancy.tv. Nice. I love it. Yeah, we are going to drop it in the show notes, but I'm excited for this. And I'm going to go through, I mean, we are recording this on a Friday. So this is my weekend now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to sit on that couch right there. And <laughs> some corn. Pop some corn, chill. And I'm going to watch some movies. But so normally this is the part where Soka say, so we'll say it, but I'm going to say it. It's time for us to rave. Oh, gosh. It's time for us to rave. I'm excited. I'm so excited for the movies and the opportunities that we have. But I think it's time to rave. Wait, wait. I want to say one thing first. Mm-hmm. This is Friday the 20 something. What, what is it? 22nd. 22nd. It's Friday the 22nd. I need all y'all to come out, whoever in Brooklyn, I need all y'all to come out next week, Wednesday, the 27th to BAM. Get your tickets now, please. And because this is our second screening, we have the Caribbean film series. We show four films at BAM a year. This is our second one. We're going to have um, a short film called Timon U from Guadalupe, mm-hmm. um, and which is about, I think, uh, some somebody drops a baby on the doorstep of this dude, and he's running around trying to figure out, is it mine? Where the mama? You know? <laughs> Every and man's nightmare. Right. <laughs> it's by Guadalupean director um, Nelson Foy, and he'll be in the house and, uh, and doing a Q&A after. And then it'll be followed by a feature film called 
right near the beach, like Gabriel Allen, who's a Jamaican director, about um, the murder of a man in Jamaica and his father dealing with that and the rumors that surround his death. It's uh, And he'll be in the house too. So there'll be a Q&A afterward with both of them. And so I need y'all to be down there. Afterward, we're going to head over to 33 Lounge right across the street and chill and hang and drink and vibe and talk about the films to get to know each other it's the whole thing we don't just sit and watch movies it's the whole thing with the family it's, it's community it's comes experience. down <laughs> it's a whole event it's a whole experience my yes, goodness girl. anybody can watch a movie not everyone can just get into vibe and learn and grow and chill come on you know what you know, don't just no they don't just do the one thing no no <laughs> we extra you gotta do all the things you gotta do all the things i love it but I'm ready to rave. I'm ready to okay. rave. And to what, we, what are we doing? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We, we are doing? raving too. We spoke about my show for Bazo. Mm-hmm. So I figured it made sense to bring in our my show tune. And of course, the aptly named Showtime. Keep looking back, look back, look back to-
you know you gotta we gotta rent we gotta raise we gotta have a good time that's how we do this Right, it's an experience, this. not just a conversation. It's an experience. It's an experience. You gotta give them a little something extra. Good shimmying, though. They're gonna love you that. Like that. Those of you who aren't watching this, you, you, I never get to see her shimmy. <laughs> uh, lies, the lies this girl tells. Besides, well, usually when we're in the party, I'm not really looking at you. <laughs> right. You're right. You can't appreciate all the movements because you know we're doing our own thing. You know, yeah, and you know me. The right shoulder. You saw that right shoulder. Girl? I saw that. I saw that. I saw that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> On just the right shoulder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Left is cool. The right needed some work. That's all right. That's all right. Hopefully this summer we'll be able to get back into the groove of things. I mean, we are I in New York. So. I feel like the Caribbean community here is done and over. Um, <laughs> and we'll be out in the streets <laughs> this that's, what's up. that's what's up I don't know that we were ever not out in the streets even in the right? middle of the oh. <laughs> that's another Oprah show but okay guys so we are wrapping it up but I want them to know all the things all the different ways that they could see these films they could get involved with Third Horizon they could find out what you guys are doing upcoming events you're doing things all over the planet so Guys, wherever you are, I'm sure you will be able to experience a Third Horizon event. But tell them how they can find you. And let's mention again your upcoming events. Yes. So events upcoming next Wednesday, the April 27th is at BAM. It's our Caribbean film second of four Caribbean film series. Uh, so get your tickets. We're seeing two films, a short and a feature, Team on Awe and Right by the Beach. There will be Q&A with the directors after. You can get your tickets on bam.org. Um, they still have some really strict COVID protocols in place, so make note. Don't cause no drama when you get to the door. <laughs> uh, next up is our Third Horizon Film Festival, which is this June 23rd uh, to the 26th in Miami. Uh, please, if you're in an area, if you can come down, trust you want to do this. You want to be there in person. But if you can't get out of the country when you can't make it, there is um, a hybrid uh, pass that you can buy. And so you can experience everything on from the comfort of your own home. So go to thirdhorizonfilmfestival.com. Tell them how to spell third because they're going to put it in the eye. Third, T-H-I-R-D, Horizon, H-O-R-I-Z-O-N, Film, F-I-L-M, Festival, F-E-S-T-I-V-A-L.com. You know, it's not Flim. <laughs> I was about to say, it's not Third Horizon Flim Festival. <laughs> say it like that, but it's not really that, all right? Film Festival. And there you can um, get tickets. Um, in person, um, online, um, and there's also um, a supporter pass. So if you want, you don't, you want to just donate. Um, there's an option. You want to help contribute to um, the because these aren't the only two things we do. So we have a festival in Guyana um, as well. Um, we do a pop up in LA. Uh, there's, a, there's a bunch of other things. There's some smaller things happening in Miami and in the Caribbean as well. We've got a bunch of things on our plate. So you can also um, you can also subscribe to our newsletter to get an update on everything. So go on the website, subscribe, buy your pass, check us out on social. Maybe you prefer social. We're on Instagram as Third Horizon T 
H-R-D-H-R. Just, just search it, you'll find us. Third Horizon on Instagram, Twitter, and uh, Facebook, Third Horizon Film Festival. Um, I'm sure Deanna will put all this info in the notes. All of it. Check it out, get on board. This plane is moving, moving fast. We're doing things, you wanna be a part of that in whatever fashion, as a supporter, as a viewer, you wanna get on board with the crew. Um, we have educational platforms um, helping emerging filmmakers. Maybe that's USDs. Reach out and we'll love to work with you. Nice, you're doing all the things. <laughs> well, there's a little something, I mean, like I said, we're creative. I love it, I love it, we need it. We need it. You got yeah. Hollywood, Nollywood, Bollywood. We need to come up with something for the Caribbean. We, we can't be Hollywood. We're going to work on that. We'll, we'll, we'll workshop a few Not names. West Indian wood. No. No. <laughs> that no. sounds wrong, actually. Do not Google that. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like something completely different. Just, we're going to edit that out. Catch that. Catch that. <laughs> That's not going to be what it's called, but it's good that we have our own group of people who are creating these films. We have a distribution, we have studios, and I love the work that you guys do. I love the events. I'm going to be at BAM. I will see you all there. You know, I'm going to have to figure out what mask to wear because I like to have like a special mask for everything. So now I got to get my film viewing mask. Mm, we'll mm. work on that. I'm going to work on that. <laughs> I'm gonna work on that but guys thank you so much for tuning in to the rent and rave podcast make sure you are following us i know she's not here but follow soka say so follow soka say so on all oh, yes follow her on all social media or go to soka say so.com follow this chick on all social media or go to dyschick.com subscribe to my newsletter too like you're going to be up to date with everything that I'm doing and all my thoughts on things. And I'm also going to put a special preview of our video podcast every week. The only way to see it ahead of time is to subscribe to the newsletter. Yeah. And then make sure you are following BK Rant and Rave on all social media or go to bkrantandrave.com. Subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, on Apple, and on YouTube. I love it. Okay, bye.